Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Back in studio. Big episode. Back in studio. Um, back in studio. So welcome back to the studio. Um, lots to go over today. We're going to try and hit it all. We got new developments in Maricopa County with one of the supervisors on the County Board of Supervisors now resigning after audio was leaked, him disparaging the, the previous audit and disparaging his colleagues, his other supervisors on the board. We got developments in Mesa County, Colorado. And why did, why where, did he resign? Why, why didn't he stand up? They don't have any courage. Oh, because they don't have any courage. No, he, he doesn't have any courage. He, he's resigning. Just so everyone understands, he's resigning because audio leaked of him admitting that the previous audit that the county did, not the Cyber Ninjas audit. Right. The previous audit was, was bogus. bunk. Yeah. And, yes. And that there were P and that other recording. We have both of them of him suggesting that other people on the board of supervisors were hesitant to have a, uh, an audit because they had won their elections by just a few votes. Um, just to show you how um, how politics obviously plays a role in all of this. So we're going to get to that. We have we have news from Mesa County, Colorado. Tina Peters, clerk and recorder. Um, she is the one that uh, what Jenna Griswold was going after, served a subpoena while she was en route to Michael Lindell's symposium. Um, new developments from her office that they have saved all of the data that was mysteriously deleted. So that's good news. And then we're going to talk a little bit about this New York Times memo article and they did release the memo today so we'll we'll look at that too in the in the last half yeah, of it the memo uh, the memo that came out on november mm-hmm. 13th and said that everything yes. that was done and that the and, and they threw in this little piece that said that coomer somehow i was debunked and by the way i i now became a podcaster that's what they said i'm a host of a podcast so let me just clear this up for those of you that don't know i was a ceo of a large tech company that I started nine years ago on a cocktail napkin to become one of the largest first-party data aggregators in the nation with serving clients from Fortune 500 companies all the way down to SMBs, small to medium businesses. I'm a two-time Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. I'm a one-time finalist in 2020. I, if I would have walked away from all the things that I was doing to help our community and help people in our community, I would have won that award but I didn't. So I'm also a philanthropist, giving away large amounts of money to people those disadvantaged. I've never beaten my wife. I've never publicly humiliated her. I've never uh, been a skinhead. I've never posted the Antifa manifesto. I've never been a braggadocious individual. Now I've been relegated down to a podcast host. That's, that's what they wanted to say that I am, I'm a podcast host. And the, the, the flamboyant uh, allegations. Now, let me just tell you this, Max. Just get this, get this just away. I know why they recruited Eric Coomer. Because Eric Coomer understands math. He's actually pretty smart. 
So they recruited a guy that is a two-time uh, DUI guy out of California, a drug addict. They recruited him because of who he is, because they knew the type of person that he is. They knew he was a skinhead, and they're like, hey, you want to come over here and actually run elections? We think that your radicalism and who you are as a person will fit great in protecting the most cherished thing for the American people, the voice of the American people. So, yeah, that's, that's what I got relegated to as a podcast host. Well, I mean, there's worse things that you can call they could call you. The New York Times said that I support Antifa. <laughs> so I guess it could get a little worse in terms of longevity. Uh, uh, so we'll get into that in the second half of the show. It, it amazes um, me that these it. people wants, are such liars. They're liars. They yeah. lie about everything. And yet well, the, I have a credibility issue. I gave up everything. Yeah. I didn't have any biases. I didn't post stuff about how I hated the left. I didn't post that stuff. I didn't. I basically said the radical left, Antifa, BLM, they're all a bunch of terrorists. And they are. They've terrorized our community. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, well so let's, um, why, don't, why don't we start with this? We can start with, with the, uh, the New York Times memo. Did you have a chance to read the memo today? Because first of all, did you get this memo? No. Did you receive this memo? No. So that and that's and where did it come from? Where did it come from in the in the campaign? Where? I don't know. Where Someone in the campaign did it come spelling. from? Huh? Someone with very bad spelling on the Trump campaign. Where? where? They mis they misspelled a lot of words. But where did it come from? Nobody will even say where it came from. It came from within the D the the campaign. No, it didn't. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't. It, they say it came from within the campaign. First of all, let me ask you this: yeah. How is it that your part of this case is under seal, but but Eric Coomer's attorneys can leak documents to the New York Times? Why is it that you every time you question him, it has to be under seal, but Eric Coomer's people can right. just freely communicate right. with the with the right because it's it, it's a it's a weaponized system. The judiciary's compromised. We got an Antifa judge. Right. And I know that Coomer, you're listening and I know that your lawyers are listening. So here, f off. Go ahead and bleep that out. <laughs> I, I'm sick of it. it. I'm <laughs> sick of it. I, I've had enough. I've had enough. And every now and then I get I, I get more of this BS where they attack my family. Look, when I'm done with this Coomer case, I'm coming after the media. I'm coming after you. Yeah. Ugh. So why don't we start with, because uh, I'm getting some of the Eric Coomer old cuts ready. Uh, right. Why don't we start with this, that. with this Let's memo? Start with this memo. Um, if we go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is the memo from that, that apparently Eric Coomer's people leaked to the New York Times. Um, that This is a memo that was allegedly produced by the Trump campaign after the election. Yeah. About Dominion, Smartmatic, Sequoia, and Venezuela. Now, all of these details are very, have always been very complicated because these different businesses, Dominion, Smartmatic, Sequoia, they have all done business with each other at different points. They have all, they've had ownership partnerships with one another at different times, right? So lining up when they were connected, when they had been bought by someone, when they used to be owned by someone else has always been kind of a, a, giving you a headache. But this is what the Trump campaign went through. They said that Dominion and Smartmatic are independent companies that split from each other in 2012. So the claim that, that Dominion never had any connection to Smartmatic is just false. I mean, they had, yeah. a, they had an obvious connection, right? Yeah. <clears throat> they split 
they split, yeah. but they used to be connected. I mean, th this is how they this is how they play these games with different fact checks. There's no apparent relationship between Smartmatic and the Spanish company Indra. I don't know about Indra. I don't think we've talked about Indra a whole lot. Um, Dominion okay, listen, has no. Get this. Dominion provided Smartmatic with voter machines used in 2010 and 2013 Philippine elections. So they split their partnership in 2012, but used the voting machines in 2013. Apparently, I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. No, no real ties. No yeah, real ties. No real ties. None. No evidence. No and and there's no there's no evidence to support. I just want to I want to actually know where this came from. And by the way, how in the world would you be able to debunk things ten days after the election? How? I, I don't know. How? How? Uh, but you see, please here, tell me. Tell spelling. me how that would be possible. Dominion has not direct ties to Venezuela. Not proofread. No, not proofread. Um, so who, who wrote Dominion it? Has Venezuelans? Yeah. Maybe uh, they wrote it. So they said Dominion has no direct ties to Venezuela. While, yeah. while Dominion has no company ties to Venezuela, Smartmatic does through its owners. Smartmatic was investigated by the Committee for Foreign Relations. In 2004, Smartmatic was chosen by Venezuelan authorities to be used in a contentious referendum that confirmed Chavez as president. But when you scroll up here... Dominion entered into a partnership Guys, in 20. Listen to me. 2009. Listen, right? I have a I have a question for you, Ma Max. I got a question for you. Are you ready? I have a question yeah. for you. How is it that all the relevant content that you would need to write a piece of crap article that's totally false, fraudulent? How is it that all of that is contained in this memo? Tell me. Just that. all there. <clears throat> just it's happens just all to there. all be there. And 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 this is this illustrates the problem of trying to sue so many different people because you're not on the Trump campaign, right? Right. And as the Trump campaign said, um, the different lawyers that you were in communication with weren't actually working for the Trump campaign. So right. the fact that the Trump campaign produced this memo means very little for your case. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean any, look, they had special <clears throat> people that they had that came forward that said the likelihood of me being on a call and the time frame by which from the time that I heard the Eric Coomer say that, hey, don't worry about the election. Trump's not going to win. I made effing sure of it. From the time that, that that happened to the time that I came forward, they had some specialty guy, some doctor that came out and said, oh, yeah, yeah. See, absolutely, this couldn't happen because I'm a doctor and the likelihood of this happening is is very low. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what well, would I go? Well, actually, I'm a doctor. Eric Coomer is a werewolf. So this call is alleged to have happened on a full moon. So it couldn't have actually happened. He couldn't have been on the call because he's a werewolf. Is that is that the kind of logic they're trying to bring experts yeah. out to explain? To yeah, you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's Eric Coomer, not a werewolf. 50 pages are a bunch of BS about me. The first 50 pages of their response is a bunch of, it's 50 pages of bullshit about me. But the, here's the problem. I didn't lie. Eric Coomer lied. Eric Coomer is the one that came out and said, I deleted all of my Facebook posts. I deleted my social media. He didn't have to delete it. He could have made it private. I mean, he's a tech guy. He should yeah. know this stuff, right? He's super, super yeah. smart bread maker. Bread baker. Super smart so bread baker who happens to have a PhD in nuclear engineering, not nuclear physics, think, nuclear engineering. What's I up? I still think bread baker is redundant. I, I still think he's just a baker. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's fine. Um, but the, the, yeah, I don't care. This, I, just I, look I mean, at this memo. So yeah. in, in 2004, Smartmatic is, impl is implicated in what is largely seen as a fraudulent referendum. Yeah. Right. In 2004. Yeah. Five years later, Dominion enters into a partnership with Smartmatic. So the question is, 
did Smartmatic change its ways? Did Smartmatic all of a sudden become an up and up company in the five years no. that, uh, between that election and no. when Dominion joined up with them? No. And I mean, what caused the split three years later? I mean, this is more complicated than just saying they have no direct ties because they obviously did have direct ties, right? Dominion provided Smartmatic with voter machines used in foreign elections. Smartmatic was implicated in foreign elections that are presumed to be fraudulent, right? Can't connect the two with this document, but it definitely creates more questions than answers, right? And simply saying, well, they have no direct ties. Well, no, they had ties. And let's try and figure out what those ties were. But that is what was in we, the memo. We, and and as the, further, the further you go down into this, now keep in mind, this was done, the, the, this, this document was created. Yeah, this document was created, just so you know, on the 13th it said. Accessed on 11-13 of 2020. That's what it says. Yeah. Right? Right? This is probably a Google Doc. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they go through and say that there's no evidence Dominion CEO John Polis is ties to Antifa. There's no an internet rumor of Dominion's director of product safety. He was never the director of product safety. That was never his role. That was never his role. So how did they come up with the director of product safety? That was only well, put in an article. What? What? Well, well before we get to that, that we skipped over the other part. Sequoia that was, was in an article in, in, in December yeah. of 2020. That, that thing, the director of product safety, was in an article in December of 2020. So how did this get developed on 11-13-2020 if he's the director of product safety? He was never uh -huh. the director of product uh -huh. safety. He was the director of security and strategy yeah. for Dominion Voting Systems. Well, so I'll please tell you, tell if, me. All this is, if all this is giving you a headache, because there's lots of different dates and things, you really should check out, sponsor of today's show, MyPillow. MyPillow, Mike Lindell, great patriot, great company, sponsor of the show. When you go to the link in our description to MyPillow and you use the promo code CD21, we are completely covered up, but that's okay, CD21 promo code, um, you'll get up to 66% off. It's the best discount that they have available on the site. You'll get 50% off your sheets. I believe the pillows are still the lowest price that they've ever been. So whether you need new pillows, I need to order new pillows. My pillows keep disappearing. I don't really know what's going on. And maybe there's some gnomes or elves that are stealing them. Yeah, I got to order commercial. more pillows. Let's no one else. I mean, you can never have too many pillows. Yeah, let's run the commercial real quick. Run the commercial. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Yeah, so if you use CD, promo code, code CD21. Yeah, 
promo code CD21, as Max said, and support MyPillow. I want to thank all you guys for that have supported MyPillow and Mike Lindell. He's doing great things. And that's why, by the way, the radical left is putting out these hit pieces that now all of a sudden there's a memo. There's no memo. There's no memo. And I, and I yeah. want to dock some Well, there is the a memo. It's just it, the memo just isn't very well done. No. So no. If, we go, if we go back to the screen, we skipped over this, but this is important. Sequoia was owned by Smartmatic from 2005 to 2007 and not purchased by Dominion until 2010. Smartmatic owned Sequoia machines, caused irregularities in Chicago. The memo admits that. I mean, Dominion bought Sequoia three years later, but that doesn't change the fact that they bought a product that has been implicated in, let's just, we'll call them irregularities, right? So <laughs> they're trying to play the little shell game here. Well, whoa, Dominion didn't own it when, when it was implicated in those irregularities, implicated in that potential fraud. They bought it after. Well, they bought it having seen all of the allegations, right? They bought the system having seen listen the allegations. To me. Listen to me. And, and this, what we're just supposed to just go by guys, the word, oh, we guys, fixed it. Listen, it listen. used to be bad, but we fixed it. Listen to me. Coomer allegedly posted, now deleted, some songs to his Facebook page that were anti-police. That's It wouldn't have come out that he deleted it until New York Times wrote another article that said that he deleted it. He admitted he deleted it. This is a lie. This, this, well, did he delete this it is a fabricated. Point? This is a fabricated document. A hundred percent fabricated document. A hundred percent. Coomer also wrote a Facebook post, now deleted, in which he criticized President Trump for characterizing Antifa as an organization. That's a lie. If you would have watched anything, he posted the Antifa manifesto. There is no evidence Coomer is a member or has any ties to Antifa. Another lie. They yeah, fabricated lie. this, Max. This is a fabrication. This is a fabrication. This, is a, this right here is absolute trash. They didn't have this. There's nobody in the Trump campaign that came out and said, now deleted. It doesn't just match up with everything that these pieces of trash in the New York Times wrote. It's, it's, it's fabricated. It's fabricated. And the New York Times is so trash. There, so there's no evidence that Coomer has any ties to Antifa. That's the a lie. Post Put it up, about please. The Antifa manifesto is that evidence. It might be loose evidence. But it's evidence nonetheless. June 2nd, I, I, assume, I presume this is 2020. Um, Here you go. Eric Coomer, in case you didn't know, Antifa has made a statement to all media. Public statement from Antifa in response to the threats issued by United States President Donald J. Trump. Dear Mr. Trump, let's be perfectly clear. Antifa isn't an organization. There is no membership, no dues, no rules. That's all a lie, too. Just so you know, Antifa used no-show jobs yeah. and nonprofits in order to pull people onto the streets to, to basically loot and steal and rob people I mean, at will to create fear in our society. So it's not, it's not an organization. No, it's a group of organizations that takes I love that nonprofit if we, if we donations. Real quick, they say he's not a member of Antifa. And the evidence, he's saying there's no such thing as members. So, I mean, right. that, that's that's the kind of thing that they're, they're yeah. playing this game, jumping yes. through these hoops, yes. saying he can't be a member of Antifa yeah. because there are no members. Yeah. And he says there's no members, so therefore yeah. he's not a member. Yep. He's just posting their propaganda to Facebook page. He's not a media personality. He's not no. a reporter. So he has no obligation to share this alleged statement. Um, he's just doing it out of the goodness of his heart, which suggests that he supports it. Right? If, it, if, you're, if you're not doing it for work. Listen to me. Listen right? to me. Antifa posted this on June 2nd. Antifa, the organization, 
posted this around the country on June 2nd. Eric Coomer just happened to what? Trip upon it? He tripped yeah, over just, it and said, oh, wait. Oh, oh, I want, oh I want share look, I just found this thing with Antifa the same day. But I'm not a part of it, and I'm not a member. And someone in the Trump campaign accidentally wrote an article, wrote a memo that said, I'm not a member of an organization that doesn't have members. Oh, and they made sure that they added in the deleted, now deleted. (laughs) You couldn't get to his Facebook page unless you were friends with him. Remember? It's it's a long post. It's a long post. Long post. post. It's a long post. So the question is, if he's not a reporter, if he is not a spokesperson, if he doesn't have any, any, business obligation to reshare this Antifa uh, statement. Why does he do it? Does no, he no, do no. it because it he hates Antifa? No. Does he do it because he's indifferent, indifferent towards Antifa? Or does he do it because he likes Antifa? I mean, those are kind of your three options. If, if you're not professionally obligated to do this, there's some kind of impulse there that gets it. So does right. he disavow Antifa? No, no, no. I Listen haven't heard him say anything like that. If it's if it's no membership and no meetings and no dues and no rule, that's a lie too. They have meetings. Yeah, they have them on Zoom. They have them on Signal. They have them all over the place. Andy No infiltrated Antifa. Joey Camp infiltrated yeah. Antifa. Yeah. How can you infiltrate something that doesn't exist? Oh, it doesn't exist. It's, yeah. it's so obvious that it exists. I mean... The, the alternative, as we've said on the show before, the alternative is that everyone shows up at the same location at the same time, wearing the same clothes, carrying the same kinds of weapons, chanting the same chants, all spontaneously. Spontaneously. I mean, the, that, no, the, the, but that's it's the not option. an organization. Either there's organization. It's not an or organization, isn't. Max. Stop it. There's no organization. They have no members. And that flag just appeared. Yeah, everyone just has the same flag. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's marching oh. in the same direction. And everyone carries everyone's umbrellas. Wearing the same uniform. <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone carries, carries umbrellas. The same color umbrella. they, yeah. they call themselves comrades. No, it's not. It's everyone not an shows organization. Up. Everyone no, shows no. up with the same. Everyone shows up with cans of soup. You know, that's, that's just a good hands. point, Max. That's who a good among point. us? Who among us does not just keep cans of soup in their pocket when I, when they go downtown? Who among wait. us can say they do not bring their soup? We should have. We should have oh, scripted this. Your... We should have scripted this, and I should have had a cup. Of, I should have a can of Campbell's soup in my pocket. It would have been great. I mean, that's the craziness. Yeah. Everyone shows up with soup cans and they're throwing it at people. And I go, oh, no, we didn't plan that. That wasn't organized. That's what happens. Just spontaneous. We all just, yeah. we're all just soup carriers. Yeah. We're just soup people. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's all, I don't even know how it happened. I don't No idea how it happened. I mean, how, how in the world, why? And again, if you're not tied to Antifa, if you're not tied to Antifa back in June, you're not tied to Antifa. Why would you post the Antifa manifesto? Why? Why would you do it? And why would you then post other things that are anti-police, anti-Trump, wishing people were dead, going on rants talking about people in Texas and how they're pieces of trash? Yeah, if you're in Texas, by the way, I'm glad to be among you. And I'm going to tell you that, that Coomer loves you because you kicked out Dominion. Why? We have the SNS. Oh, which is just as bad. Just as bad. Yes, and that's is just as bad. Terrible. We are yeah, in, in the, inches in the away. Comments, Todd oh. says he always carries a spare can of clam chowder with him. The most important question is New England or Manhattan? New England. That's what we need to know. There's only one correct answer, and it's never Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, New England. 
<laughs> uh, good job, Todd. You can stay. He says New England. You can stay. <laughs> but but my point... but I mean that's that's the yeah. stupid that's the stupidity of it. They think we're idiots. They think that all these people just show up spontaneously. I mean, this if that is true, then then psychologists should be down there studying these people because they've they've somehow created a hive mind. They've somehow created the ability to telepathically, without organization, just know what they're supposed to do at any given moment. Yeah. And the, and the fact that they're all showing up at different cities at the same time. Yeah, no organization. I mean, that's truly, uh, any study of randomness and statistics, it'll blow your mind, the idea that you had a dozen cities with Antifa protests at the same time without any organization. Come on, of course there's organization. It's not top down, right? They're not filing taxes, <laughs> right? No, they're, they're not, not incorporated. Taxes. They're it's using nonprofits. They're using a bunch of nonprofits that are run by leftists that get money from corporations that are run by leftists, and that money is pumped into them. And then they give those people what are called no-show jobs. And those no-show jobs are, yeah. hey, you're a, I need you to be a marketing person. I need you to be a custodian. And then they go into them and they say, your real job is to go down there and cause havoc on the streets. See, now we're uncovering. We're using facial recognition to uncover the people and where they work. There, there's so much stuff, Max, that I haven't said yet. And then we're going to go and we're going to literally walk door to door. We're going to have conversations with these people. And then we're going to dox the living bejesus out of them. Every one of them. Every organization. Every person in the organization. You haven't seen anything yet. You've seen nothing yet. Like I said before, yeah. when I'm done with this Coomer BS, I'm coming for everyone in the media that wrote all this these lies. Let's keep going through the uh, thing. It's great. Sure. Well, if, if we go to my screen real quick, I just want to show everyone what a spontaneous Antifa protest looks like. Yeah. Look at them. They're all wearing the same colors. How convenient. That's actually, yeah. they're actually just really emo. That's just what they wear normally. <laughs> you know what? Though? All the Wait, emo look kids. closely. Look closely. They're all white people. But we can't, we cannot speak to this. Oh, I guess, nah, white, yeah, white, white, yeah. White yeah. people. They're all white people. Yeah. And by the way, do you notice the uh, hammer and sickle? Yeah. What is, yeah. what is that a, uh, what, what is that, Max? That's communism. That's communism. I don't, I don't think it is. I think that's fake news too. Why would you have a hammer and sickle? I, I think, I think that they are just blacksmiths and old timey farmers that don't have any yeah. like actual machinery yeah. and they use yeah, that's why so they put it together because it fell on top of each other and farmers. they spray painted it right just yeah. accidentally spray painted it it'd be a little one though because it's kind of a little little deal yeah well he's carrying he's carrying that shield in lieu of a cup that's why it's it's not a very big shield oh yeah yeah so we can go back to the memo because they they have all these links the access, I mean, the access is when they pulled it. So that's basically saying that they created, they wrote this memo on the 13th when they said it was done to share with people, who knows. But they pulled these links to prove that they actually existed on the 13th. Um, so then Whoa, they actually go say, back, go back, go back, donation. go back. What's up? Stop. New York Times, 10, 29, 2006. Look at the access date. Uh, yeah. Why I mean, would you, I, listen, why would this, you add, this guy misspells everything. Why would you add it's, accessed? It's, listen to me. Why would you add accessed and then not add accessed to the other links? You see what I mean? I don't think, yeah. 
Yeah, this one isn't access. That's just the actual. Um, I think that's the citation. Listen, this, this is a mess. The the the, the, the manual style that they use is a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> so either the person yeah, that wrote this never in a million years knew how to write a memo, or it's BS. Yeah, smart Mac employees donate to Democrats. Um, in, in their independent oh, they're back companies to access. That offer back to access. Back to yeah, access. Back to access. Yeah. Does not own oh. Smartmatic. Yeah. So Wait, go um, back. Go all up, these things. Go, go I, I want to get to the part up. with you because oh, yeah. we're not going to click on these links. Yeah. I want to get to the part about you. Um, I don't want to miss it. Uh, so we scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Talking about the voting overseas, Venezuela. I mean, there's a there's a lot of links to say that they have no tie to Venezuela. Just saying. Um, the irregularities in Chicago. Here we go. Dominion's leadership has no ties to Antifa. There's an internet rumor. There's an internet rumor that Eric Coomer has ties to Antifa. They didn't. They didn't cite us. No. Look at that. No. Why didn't they cite us? Why wouldn't they? That's bad. If this was done on the thirteenth, writing. If it was done on the thirteenth, why would I not be in there? Because by the thirteenth, everything was blowing up. So Everything. they took the conservative treehouse. They took our screenshots, but yeah. they didn't actually cite you. That that's sloppy, sloppy reporting. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they cite me? So, so they they cite the conservative treehouse to be able to claim that it is a rumor, and then they say that there is no evidence, and then they do not cite us. Do not cite you. But there's no evidence. So see how that works? Yeah. Because the conservative treehouse doesn't have any evidence they're just reposting what they saw online right you see how they get how they do this you see how the fact checking works um it's incredibly sloppy so sloppy um i'm trying yeah this is this is a mess but the point being no evidence they say but you never had this memo yeah so so the good thing is the good thing is it says that eric coomer is a major shareholder it says Eric Coomer is a major shareholder. So I want to see all the shareholders of Dominion Voting Systems. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if they it. have introduced if they've introduced this into evidence, your lawyers now can say, well, I want to confirm what you, you said that this is a memo. Let's confirm whether it's true. Let's see the shareholders of Dominion to confirm whether or not. I, and, and why did it come in after discovery? Why did it come after discovery? Why? No, and I, I'm still trying to figure out yeah. why. They're allowed to put this out, but you're not allowed to share anything. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done listening. I'm done listening. I'm done. But yeah, so this is uh, the big scoop, and I still don't understand why this is has any play. Well, go go, in go your to the top. Case. Go to the top. Go to the top. Dominion a hastily assembled memo is what is what the New York Times is calling it. From who? Um, staff members of the Trump campaign hastily assembled memo. From who? I don't understand. From who? I don't understand why this has any bearing. I don't know. I don't From know. who? No idea. We don't. They don't. They don't yeah, tell us. It's manufactured, like everything else on the left. They well, manufactured votes. It. Someone did it. We yeah. just don't know who. We don't yeah. know when. New York Times why. probably did it. Eric Coomer probably did it. There you go, Eric. Nice work. We don't know. We can neither confirm nor deny who actually wrote this. All speculation at this point. It's it not speculation. A, it doesn't have a sincerely. It doesn't the, have a sincerely at the bottom. Sincerely written by so and so staffer. We don't know. We just don't know. 
Yeah, um, it just happened to show up. It just happened to show up as we're going into the case for Dominion Voting Systems. But this this has no bearing on your on your. It, case does, it doesn't matter. You weren't. This wasn't shared with you, right? It, it, you you. That's that's the problem this, of having this came out. Yeah, but this came out. Listen, this came out when September what twenty second, right? Came out twenty first, twenty first. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so this memo comes out on the twenty first. Right, three weeks before the anti-slap lawsuit in in Denver, which, by the way, it shouldn't even be in Denver, with an Antifa judge who marched in the Antifa protest that doesn't have members in June of 2020. The same time, by the way, Antifa puts out a post that Eric Coomer puts on his Facebook page that comes out within hours. Hours of it hitting the internet, Eric Coomer accidentally tripped over the Antifa manifesto because he's not connected to Antifa. No, no, no. I, how in the world did that happen? Max, how did it happen? How in the world did... It's spontaneous. It's spontaneous. Somebody spontaneously sent him the Antifa manifesto the same day it came out. Yeah, good, uh, good comment from AZ Patriot in the DLive comment section. If this was a real memo... Whoever wrote it would be considered a hero among the left, and yeah. they would have released the name. Hundred percent. But why didn't they? So, why didn't they? Know. See, the whole no thing idea. is is the left. They're convenient liars. They lie about everything. The Antifa manifesto came out on June first. At I think eight o'clock at night. I'll, I'll confirm the time. And on June second, this piece of trash posts it on his Facebook page. Baker, the Baker, the Baker, the Baker. No, the nuclear engineer Baker. You know, every time they post something like this, my family gets attacked, right? Every single every time. time. You, every time you call him a Baker, I can't help but think of the nursery rhyme, like rub a dub dub, <laughs> three men in a cup in a tub. You know, like the the butcher, the baker, the candlestick yeah. maker. Yeah. And this image yeah. just comes into my mind of just Eric Coomer taking a bath, and I hate it, and I don't know why. <laughs> you know, Road I want to, I'm going to do an entire, I'm going to do an entire deal. I'm going to do an entire segment. I'm going to make it two, three, four hours. I'm going to walk through. I'm going to give you the entire case, yeah. the entire case. The entire well, right now case. we have to mention that this, this podcast is sponsored by air med care network, air med care network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household. Should any of you ever suffer a medical emergency, we don't get to choose when and where a disaster or a medical emergency strikes. You don't get to choose how you go to the hospital. You just know you want to get there as fast as possible. Well, a lot of times when traffic's really bad, people in the suburbs, people in the cities actually have to get flown by helicopter and it can cost tens of thousands of dollars. Well, an air med care network membership starts at just $85 a year and it'll cover you and your entire household. It works out to be less if you're a senior citizen, though it just covers you and your spouse at that point. And it's less by year if you buy three or five years at a time. And the point is that this is, ins this is insurance coverage. Should any of you ever need to be flown to a hospital, as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, you won't pay one cent for that flight. It's a no-brainer. Whether you're a hiker or just want to cover all your bases, it's an absolute no-brainer. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And as a huge bonus, when you use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. Again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back.
So do we want to transition to the other to the Maricopa deal? Yeah, let's do we that. We want to make sure we, 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 we hit on that. Um, so well, if, Maricopa if we go ahead and, up, and what's happening in Mesa. Mesa County. Yeah, There's a lot going on. on right now. And I by know. the way, we are inches away from figuring out what the variable formula was used, the algorithms that were used to steal the election across the nation. We're, we're inches yeah. away. And we don't just have access to we. I'll use it like Antifa. We. We don't have access to just two forensic images. We have access to six separate In counties. Mesa. No, six separate counties. No, we have other we have other county clerks that are that are have been that have been uh, providing us with information across the country. I mean, it, it's it's just a matter of time. Tick tock, tick tock, yeah. big boy. You know, bake me a cake. What, what, what? <laughs> rub dub dub, rub dub dub. Um, put up image number one. This this guy's name is Steve Chukri. I probably mispronounced it, but at this point, he's a coward. I don't really care. Steve Chukri. He is on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. And he just announced yesterday that he is resigning. He's resigning. And we have that resignation statement. You can go ahead and take the image down. We have this resignation statement. If we put up my screen, we'll go ahead and read it to you. This is straight from Steve Trugery, Maricopa County Supervisor District 2. It's hard to believe I have been involved in Arizona politics now for 28 years. When I first ran for Maricopa County Supervisor in 2012, I campaigned to bring civility, innovation, and most importantly, a business mindset to government making it best in class. We got off to a wonderful start and have, and have had many successes, successes that I will always be proud to have played a role in. Unfortunately, the political landscape changed for the worse this year. The environment is wrought with toxicity and all civility and decorum no longer seem to have a place. The fixation with the 2020 election results and aftermath have gotten out of control. In recent days, it's come to light that I was secretly recorded in conversations regarding differences with some of my colleagues about an audit of the 2020 election. The comments that I made were during a very turbulent time. Where have we heard that? That's the same, uh, that's the same language that Biden uses to not give us the count of Americans stuck in Afghanistan. I'll keep going. My colleagues have every right to be both angry and disappointed with me. I should have not have made such comments and offer my colleagues heartfelt apologies. It keeps going. <laughs> I do not want to perpetuate the very problem I ran to eliminate several years ago. While I've had many differences with my colleagues, I have known them to be good, honorable, and ethical men. The picture some individuals are trying to paint about a cover-up, scam, and other nonsense about my colleagues and myself is simply false. There was no cover-up. The election was not stolen. Biden won. While my comments were critical, it doesn't change the fact that I've had the pleasure and honor to serve with these fine men and dedicated employees of Maricopa County. It has been my honor to represent my District 2 constituents for nine years. It is time for me to step aside and let the county and my colleagues meet the true potential of being the fourth largest and fastest growing county in America. Resigning effective November 5th. That's a load of horse crap. <laughs> He knows no, no, them no. to be What's honorable best is that there was people. no cover up. The election was not stolen. The election was stolen. And, and the fact that this piece of trash could say what he did and then come out this way means that he just wants to protect himself for future opportunities, yeah. financial and uh, I, I can't. I can't, Max. I can't. Well, so the problem is none of what he just said matters because he's on tape. And yeah, sure, I, I understand yeah. he's pissed that he was surreptitiously recorded. Yeah. Boo-hoo. Sorry. 
if you don't like being surreptitiously reported and that truly isn't what you meant to say, then don't say it. Right. He's saying one thing on tape, writing another thing to try and and save his reputation. This is someone who wants to still be invited to the cocktail parties yep. when all of this is over. Yeah. Right. This is someone who still wants to be able to, to join the country. Club. Yeah. He still wants to be at the, at the annual GOP Christmas party. Right. He doesn't actually care about doing right or, or actually speaking truth. No. This is damage control for his because, reputation. We because have, this way, because just just so we're clear, this is because the Democrat Party and the Republican Party are a party of one. We are an inconvenience to them. We are the slaves that get to give of our hard-earned money to support their candidates. I'm going to tell, I'm going to say it before you play this. Do not support the Republican Party. Period. You give it directly to candidates you know stand for election integrity. You give it directly to candidates that want to get rid of these election machines. You give it directly to candidates that will tell you the truth, not ones that stand up for some platform that, frankly, is just there to enslave you. So let's go ahead and, and play this audio. We can put the video up, but if we just play it as audio, it'll probably yeah. be better because it's just a put the video it's just up. a still frame. If we play, well, it's, it's not really a video, it's just a still frame, but it's audio. We can play cut two. Let's play that right now. I think it was done through dead people voting. I think it was multifaceted. I think there's a lot of cleanup. We have. Um, they threw everything but the kitchen sink at these elections. I, the, the information, yeah. the data we have is incredible. U.S. put out a hit oh, piece on our organization stating that the information we provided at our rally was conspiracy and unfounded truth. We have the evidence. Wow. We have the voter rolls. We have it, wow. but they don't want to admit it. And you're right; it was multi-layered. They, it was dead voters. It was, it was fake voters. Ballot harvesting. Ballot it harvesting. Was, yep. 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 It was ballot harvesting. It was poor adjudication. The electronic adjudication that Ducey signed in to log under this COVID thing. So that is the surreptitiously recorded audio of him saying it was dead people voting and it was ballot harvesting so here damage control he's trying to say that he that there was no fraud biden won it's over but when he's on on a phone call he said oh no there are dead people voting oh no there, there was a, uh, it was ballot harvesting there's lots of layers to this the way they stole it this is what we're up against i mean he, on the board he didn't fight for what was right nope. he, he he admits it on a private conversation and then when that leaks, he goes back to saying, oh, no, no, nothing to see here. It makes you wonder, Joe, what these companies, what these interests potentially have on these people. Yeah, quite a bit. Why is it that every time someone gets caught in a situation like this, they immediately run and start singing the praises of all of the alleged voter thieves, election thieves? Yeah. Why is it? I can tell you why. Go for it. They're compromised. They find things in their life that they can go after them with and beat them over the head with. And then they're like, we're going to put this out in the public if you don't do it. And look what they did to Cuomo. Cuomo. Cuomo came out and said, I'm not going to force people to take vaccines. I'm not going to do it. Stood up and said, I'm not locking down my city again. And they got rid of him. And then they locked down the city. And well, he got, he got rid of him because he got a little handsy with girls. He got a little handsy with girls for d decades. This is not new. This is like a Weinstein. They're useful until they're not useful. That's true. That's, uh, that, that is definitely true. So we have another audio 
Um, let's play the video of this because this one actually does have the different people's faces so you can see who they're referring to and who's talking. So let's All go right. ahead and play this. This is this is also Steve Chukri. Let's play cut three. We need yes. to yes. make the county better. That was my point too, is even if they don't have political aspirations beyond this and they're done, why allow this to now erase right. anything that exactly. you have accomplished? People I committed to focus people. On I want to take out Adrian Fontes too, and we did. I'm proud of that. Yeah. That guy's a scumbag. He is oh, a big yeah. scumbag. And and so let's. Why would we? Why would we stop? Why would we? Yeah, I don't know what happened to your colleagues. I don't either. But I'm hoping either. you can reel them back in, and if I we can, either. if we can deliver to the masses a good message then we can turn this whole ship around. And, that, yeah, good. That and if be, not, at least my conscience is clear that we tried. Mm -hmm. yeah, right, <laughs> you right, know? right. But we, I gotta tell you, I mean, you're as surprised about that as I am. Because remember what I said to Senator Fan, and ask her this, and remember what I said to Michelle Ugenti. This isn't going to be a problem. My guys yeah. are going to agree with me. Well, yeah, you told us that when we met yes. with Giuliani. Yeah, yeah, this isn't like, going to be a problem. Sure in, in, oh, yeah, they'll. In, yeah. in Fan, <laughs> I said to Fan, hey, just as good measure, will you call everybody and say, hey, you know, you're supportive of an audit, and that would be great, including Guy Arno, and she did. Mm. Never in a million years. You know what I think it was, in hindsight? Gates got scared because he barely won. And Jack got scared because he only won by 200 votes. And if there was an audit and a recount, which is pretty bullshit, by the way. Okay. What would happen in those two races? And that is way too... So there, they said it. He, he pointed out two specific members of the Board of Supervisors who he posits, he supposes, presumes, oppose the, the, the audit, having a real audit. Not the sham audit where they look at a percent of a percent and they call it good. He's suggesting that they didn't support a real audit because they had won by such a small margin, they didn't want to lose their seats. And remember, these are the same people that he just said were honorable people and, and that operated with, with ethical intentions. Let me make sure I get the right quote. I don't want to misquote him. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Uh, my colleagues have every right... Uh, they basically, they're, they're, they have nothing but civility. Um, <laughs> they're good, honorable, and ethical men. That's what he called them in his, in his approach. And then on that recording, he called one of them who had just left office a scumbag. <laughs> so again, it's just, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, that guy's a scumbag. We're glad he just, he just got voted out. And then say, all the people I worked with were good, honorable, and ethical men. <laughs> you can't square that circle. No, you just can't. can't. And you know what? His statement is going to make the rounds on mainstream media. They're going to run with that. They're not going to play the audio. No. They're going to say it was surreptitiously report, recorded, and they don't want to play it. They're going to say the, it's edited. The, 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 problem, the, the problem is the truth does not come out. And you can see more that the truth becomes a lie and the lie becomes the truth. And no matter where you turn, they, they are re-scripting right in front of your eyes. Rescripting truth. Rescripting it. They're telling you what truth yeah. is. And it's a lie. It's a lie. They're liars. Let's call them yeah. what they are. They are pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. They are everything mm -hmm. that they say that they are fighting against. 
They are liars. The left are liars. They are liars to the highest degree. They are liars. So let's let's uh let, let's make sure we understand because some people in the comment section uh, might be a little confused of what audit we're talking about here. The audit is not the Cyber Ninjas audit. This is the audit that was done by the county, which was always known to be BS. So when he's talking, when this Chukri guy is talking on this audio and saying that two of his colleagues, the other people on the board of supervisors, didn't support an audit because they had only won by a couple hundred votes. The time frame we're talking about here is after the election, but before certification, when people were pushing, saying, hey, let's just make sure this is right. Let's make sure that there's no funny business here. We don't want to certify bad results. Let's just make sure it's right. And what he's alleging in this audio is that the reason that they didn't do the job they should have done and actually dive in and make sure they weren't certifying fraudulent results was that two of the people had a vested interest in the results remaining the way they were. Plain and simple. I mean, they, they, he's suggesting that they did not support a real audit because they did not want to come out losers if right. the vote was changed. Well, that if is you know, unacceptable. If you're telling me you, you know that have the elections were audit stolen. Decided, you can't have the audit, whether or not it happens, get decided by the people who would lose if the audit was if the election was reversed. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes you wonder. How does Secretary of State, Colorado Secretary, Secretary of State, I don't live there anymore. Her name's Janet Griswold, right? Yeah. So where does she get off saying that her office is the only one that can actually perform a forensic audit in the state oh, no, of Colorado? No, no. It's no, the no, same no. deal. Or Dominion. It's the same deal. Or Dominion. Or Dominion. Dominion or it's the same her. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same conflict of interest. When you have the Board of Supervisors who stand to lose if the election is reversed, of course, they don't want to reverse the election. They don't want to actually dive deep. I mean, <laughs> the guy, are we, are we really surprised that the guy who won by 200 votes didn't ask for a recount? Of course he didn't ask for a recount. He's like, oh, no, let's just, let's just rubber stamp this. I win. End of story. Same deal with Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. She's a Democrat. She's a partisan Democrat. She has always ran as a Democrat. She has fundraised as a Democrat. She continues to be a Democrat. Why is a partisan Democrat allowed to declare sole autonomy and the sole authority to decide whether election results are legitimate. Like, how does that work? How does that work? It, course, it doesn't work. Of, of course, we it, never it have a real work. audit if she's but, in charge. But do you? I don't know if you have a. We have the video of Jenna Griswold. She was shaking. She was literally at the podium shaking, which is a sign that you're lying and you just got caught. And then they went through this entire thing of how do we how do we spin this? How do we spin this? And then they had Matt Crane stand behind her. Who, by the way, is he, he is no more a Republican than I am the man on the moon, right? I'm, I'm George Washington if he is a Republican, if he's a conservative, if he's even Christian. I'll even put it that I'll even go that far. I mean, the, ev the evil that I think that he represents right now and how he went after Tina Peters in Mesa County to me just shows you how big a piece of trash he is. Let's talk about that because Jenna Griswold served Tina Peters with a lawsuit, well, not uh, with a search warrant. As Tina Peters, the clerk of Mesa County, Colorado, was on her way to Mike Lindell's cyber symposium, served yeah. um, a, a search warrant and went through the premises, the, the clerk and re recorder's office. I believe we have a clip of her explaining that at the symposium. Let's play cut number five. 
Yesterday, I got an order from the Secretary of State that she was going to invade my elections department today. And guess what? When I was on a plane to come see you kind folks and to talk to you out there, guess what they did? They provided a search warrant and raided my office. We don't know what they were doing in there because for several hours, they wouldn't even let my chief deputy clerk, who is the acting clerk for Mesa County when I'm absent, would not even let her observe what the Secretary of State and Dominion were doing in my office. Alone for several hours in the voting room. Alone. Alone with no one that knew anything about elections watching what they did. But they did do this. After several hours, they allowed my chief deputy to come in and they go, oh, look at this. Look, look, see, we found this, this, this. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did, but I can tell you that I don't trust them. Don't know what they did, but you don't trust them. So this stems from a story that we covered, which was the leaking of the ma uh, the uh, the manual, yeah. Dominion Voting Systems yeah. manual, showing that you can actually, uh, when you boot it up, you can get into the back end of the operating system and you can turn yeah. on Wi-Fi, you turn on and off, right. you can do things like that, right? That leaked, and they said, "Whoa, whoa you're not bios. allowed to leak the instruction manuals." Yeah, right. the you're not allowed to leak the instruction manuals. Yeah. it must have come from Mesa County. So now they're going in there. But what Tina Peters has put out this past week is that she alleges that they actually deleted stuff. That they, they actually deleted, deleted stuff, which you're not allowed to do for up to 25 months. Actually, 22 months. Federal 22 months, not 25 months. But you have to keep all election materials for 22 months. And and when it's electronic, let's be real, you could put it on a little thumb drive. It's not yeah. like you're deleting it because we don't have space in the drawer, right. right? There's no actual reason to ever delete it. It's one and the, thing and if, this if is, you have this these is baker's the problem. boxes. The, this is the problem. Baker, did you say baker's boxes? No, no, banker. No, oh, you've got you baker's baker. on the brain. Yeah, you're still thinking about that rub-a-dub-dub. Rub-a-dub-dub? <laughs> no, banker boxes, like the yeah. little boxes that you I put you files in. I was like, please don't do no, that. No, no. Now, the banker's boxes right. that you put, it's one thing if you say, we don't have enough room in the storage for all these paper files. We're gonna keep them as long as we can, then we're gonna get burn them. But when it's electronic data and you can zip it down, and you can make it even smaller. I mean, you can't say we don't have the space. The, the, the silicon shortage is not that bad. <laughs> you could get the gas stations sell flash drives nowadays. Um, so there's no actual reason to delete it. But here is the letter, if we go ahead and put up Image number four. This is the letter that Tina Peters sent to um, to different county commissioners. She says, <clears throat> enclosed is the first report from the cybersecurity ex experts who have analyzed thoroughly the two forensic images of the drive of the DVS Democracy Suite election management system in my office, which we use for the management of the 2020 election. Because the report documents a substantial amount of data destruction during the May 25th trusted build conducted by the Secretary of State's office and vendor, I wanted to get this into your hands immediately. I just received this report today from my review of the executive summary. It does appear that my concerns were more than justified. As you know, the legal duty to preserve election records falls solely to me and my office. Extensive amounts of data required to be preserved were instead destroyed and done in a way that was totally beyond my control or knowledge. Among other things, these deletions would preclude a forensic audit of the last election. Convenient. Thanks to the pre-trusted build image I had commissioned in May, these these data have been preserved in full compliance with my obligations under federal and state law, preserving the integrity of our county's election record archive and permitting a forensic audit if one were conducted. And then she continues to talk about the report. And then she says the procedures 
cannot meet the certification requirements under the state of Colorado and never should have been certified for use in the state. So this is what Jenna Griswold is pissed about. She's saying, basically, they're claiming that you, you had no authority to copy the data. Dominion, I, I presume they're saying it's proprietary because that's what they do every time anyone talks about anything in their back end. Yeah. Um, the, the Secretary of State office is pissed because they probably think, oh, wow, we got away with it. We deleted the evidence in no. May. They can't do a forensic audit. And now here she can no. say, oh, no, I, I backed it up. We still got it. Yeah. And so yes, w- it, what it, happened is they did. It was a it was an they wanted to see what the trusted build was. Everyone was acting weird. It was a strange, strange time. And so Tina reached out and said, hey, listen, we need access to some foren- some really good forensic teams that can come in and do a image of the system prior to the trusted build. Now, all of this happened within a four or five day period of time. It seemed weird. Like the whole thing with Dominion seemed really weird. Like it just, nothing was lining up. Some people would be allowed in the room. Some people wouldn't. They'd only let two people in there. It, it, they, they brought extra people to distract other people on the team. So they knew something was up. They knew something was wrong. So they did the, they did the original um, uh, forensic image, and then they went back and did another image after the trusted build. And Max, what they found should scare every American. Every single American out there should be mortified at what they found when they did that uh, imaging of the system. Because even on its surface, even on its surface, even if you don't dig down into the data, the changing, the fundamental changing of code and erasing things that were there previously, erasing the ability to look into the system, erasing the logs, erasing them by itself creates an environment where you cannot audit it. You cannot do what the American yeah. people should have, should have 100%. You, they, they have an obligation to open up to the American people and be transparent, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And the one fundamental and, and this, thing, as we, as we talk right, about this, the one fundamental thing that we miss when we talk about this is that it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say happens. What matters is what the evidence shows. And the evidence shows that Dominion Voting Systems is a fraudulent, is a fraudulent company. It's fraudulent. And we are, we are millimeters away from breaking the formulas, creating the formulas that we'll backtrack into to show you exactly how they, how they did it. And it's not, it's not just Dominion, by yeah. the way. I mean, our thought is, is that this is a linear deal. As we start looking at Dominion, we start looking at ES&S, we start looking at Hart, we start looking at Seidel, we start looking at Edison. We start looking at how the people in these different environments were able to steal elections. And then who owns those, who yeah. has equity in those, those companies? Yeah, well, anyone who's ever worked with computers in any way, shape, or form knows that when you re-image a drive, you, you clear the drive. Right. Right, you lose data. So and there's no way to say that, oh, we just need to quickly do a re-image. And we didn't realize that we were going to lose everything. This yeah. reminds us of a phenomenon that was exposed in Antrim County, Michigan, where logs just happened to be deleted. Right? All of the security logs for the 2020 election were just magically missing. All of, all, all of those adjudication logs were magically missing from the actual drives. And it makes you wonder if, if they, it, it makes you wonder if it's the same people. 
is it the same people who deleted the the logs in Mesa County? Did they also do it electronically in Antrim? We don't know. We do know that you can go into the BIOS and very quickly within 10, 15, 20 seconds, turn on a, a, a networking card in the machine so that they can connect to the internet. The fact that they, they can do that, connect to the internet, means anything can be hacked. Anything then can Anything that can connect to the internet can be hacked. Actually, even things that can't get uh, connected, if it's just plugged into a wall, it can technically be hacked nowadays. Um, but it makes you wonder, Joe. It makes you wonder, why is it that every time there's a push to figure out what went on, someone goes in and deletes the logs? It can't be coincidence. I don't no. believe in coincidences. No. And now we have whistleblowers. And I got to be really careful because I believe loose lips sink ships, unlike Eric Coomer and the people at Dominion. But we have whistleblowers. We have whistleblowers from Dominion. We have whistleblowers from Runbeck. We have whistleblowers from ESNS. And we're just seeding. We're, we're seeding the lawsuits. We're seeding it. Mike Lindell said that he's taking a case directly to the Supreme Court. I don't want to even, I'm not even going to comment on it, but I'm going to tell you right now that if the Supreme Court does not hear the case and if they don't see the evidence, not just that one, there's others. I mean, there's some great work that Sidney Powell is doing. There's some terrific work that is being done by Lynn Wood. There's some even massively crazy work being done by Matt DiPerno still to dig into the fraud that's present in the Dominion voting systems. And I, I'm fixated on Dominion because I know how they did it. And now I'm just going through the math. We've got a large yeah. team. You have Javon Pulitzer, right? Jovan, doing amazing work. And see, the, the media is staying away, but here's what's happening. This convergence is happening. People are actually coming together. They're coming together, yeah. and they're starting to work together, and that is making this work much easier because we're able to co collectively come together and figure out using different mathematical techniques, using different formulas. And it just so happens, it just so happens, Max, that I can't say it. Coomer's good at math. Don't, How's that? don't say anything yeah. to get in trouble. Make sure all the ducks are lined in a row. Yeah. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to give Mr. Rub-a-dub-dub any, any, uh, any ammo. That's for sure. Well, that's going to yeah. be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, remember that we now go live twice a day. We live at 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you tune in for both of those. Um, we'll be going live again tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. We also have the audio version that still goes out every day. So make sure you check that out. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Even if you do watch the, the video version, go subscribe to the audio version. So if you, if you miss the video and maybe you're out and about and you just need to listen, do it that way and, and help us prove the numbers to advertisers because they don't care about live streams. They care about audio downloads ultimately. So yeah, check out all the links in the description. That's going to be it for this edition. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Hold the line. Remember, hold the line. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country yeah. is not over. Not by a long shot, but the only way we win is if we all step and fight together. 